0: Welcome, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about leadership and what you can do to keep yourself from drifting, if you will, in your leadership. You know, last summer, my family and I we went to a water park while we were on vacation. It was actually a really fun and exciting and and relaxing time. You know, one of the favorite rides of my kids was the lazy river. Um, and when I asked my daughter why it was her favorite, she replied, "Because I can just drift along. It doesn't take any effort at, at all." You know, and, and and in the lazy river, the water doesn't move that fast and you can easily walk against, against it if you want and, and it's, you know, strong enough, um, you know, that it could push you past where you might want to go, such as an exit. Um, and then you just wait till you get to the next point where you can get off the lazy river. The point of the ride is to drift along and let the current take you where it will. Um, However, over time, I've noticed when I'm working with physician leaders that uh, some leaders tend to drift in their duties. You know, they might be rushed trying to juggle clinical and administrative duties, and um, they might, uh, you know, set the administrative functions, you know, on the proverbial back burner, if you will. And to be honest, I've probably done that myself from time to time in my leadership duties. You know, and when we drift in our leadership duties, it can be a dangerous situation because we don't know where we're going to end up when we let the current just take us. And there might be an unwelcome surprise at the end uh, when we get to that destination. And in fact, we might actually hurt those we lead and who are counting on us to make the right decisions at all times. Uh, so, you know, you, you might be wondering, well, why is drifting dangerous? You know, how can it really hurt anyone if I just don't deal with the problem right now and I, I, I put it off for a while. And I guess it depends upon, you know, what you let drift in your life. But in general, drifting, if you will, isn't probably, uh, good for you. Um, you know, if you let your waistline drift, you might be prone to high blood pressure and diabetes. Likewise, if you left, let your uh, your leadership drift, if you will, you and your organization might be headed for turbulent waters. You might be unprepared for what lies ahead. So as a leader, you have a duty and an obligation to your people and the organization to set the course. You, know, you need to have a plan and a place where you want to go and lead the organization, too. Uh, people will rally around you and, and support clear objectives and goals. You know, one of the worst things you can do is not define and not share your goals with those you lead. So if, if you let yourself drift and you let your people drift and you let the organization drift, uh, then things are going to slowly fall apart. You know? and, and in the end, the one who um, may suffer from that the most ultimately could be your patient. So when we let ourselves and others drift, we we lose uh, purpose and direction, you know, and, you know, showing up at work can become a task, you know, and it's something that we got to do to earn money. And the bare minimums might become our benchmarks for performance, you know, Um, and uh, folks might ask, what's the least I can do uh, so uh, I won't get fired, you know, and their self-preservation becomes paramount in their minds. And uh, they'll, um, they're going to become that that's really all they think about. And they might even look for another place to work at that isn't drifting and actually does have a firmly defined goals and objectives. And I've seen that happen many times with uh, uh, nurses and physicians who realize that this organization that they're in isn't really uh, moving towards anything. Uh, they're just kind of existing and they're drifting and they want to be a part of some place that's going somewhere. So w- when people have a mission, you know, they have a purpose to achieve, it focuses their attentions on on something other than the minimum performance standards, and it gives them something to strive for and accomplish, you know. And if if the mission and purpose is communicated and understood, then uh, the folks you lead and the organization you lead are going to be more motivated to perform uh, about uh, and, and go beyond the bare minimums, you know, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, drifting ultimately, it's easy, but folks are going to get bored and they're going to look for some place to go. So how do you prevent drift? Well, you know, to prevent your organization drifting starts with you as a leader. And you as a leader, you're going to want to have clearly defined goals and objectives and a plan that supports those goals and objectives, Okay. You know, the objectives are what you want to accomplish and goals are those things that you actually physically do to accomplish your objectives. And you're going to want to have those written out and, uh, you know, clearly defined in your mind and even better yet, have it on paper so you can communicate that with those that you lead. So the first step in really defining a good leadership plan is to know uh, what your mission and purpose is. And to do that, you create a mission and purpose statement. You know, so as a leader, do you know where you want to take the organization? Do you know where the organization needs to go in order to thrive and survive in the future? Um, You might have a vague idea, but to get clear, uh, to get real clarity on the issue, you're going to want to identify what your mission and purpose is for your organization. And so let's talk real quickly about what mission and purpose is. So the purpose um, uh, and the mission and purpose of your organization is the what and why you do. Uh, you know, the, the mission is the why you do it and, um, or what you do and the purpose is the why you do it. Um, and the why, um, what it does is it helps bring everybody together under the same roof and help everybody work together to meet, meet those, uh, those goals, you know, um, why did you and everyone else receive the specialized training and education you needed to treat these patients? More than likely, it's for the benefit of those because you want to help care for others. So you have to understand the what it is and why you're doing it. Um, once you've clearly defined those, um, uh, you're better able to move on and lead the organization in a direction that it needs to go. So, what you want to do is you want to define the what it is you do and the why you're doing it. And then you're going to want to combine those two ideas into one written statement uh, that provides you and your team clarity. And then you're going to refer to this because it's going to use this that clarity you've just created is going to help you make decisions, uh, implement improvements, and treat patients in your organization better. So once we know where it is we're going, that's the what and the why, then we develop our leadership plan. Um, And we ask some hard questions to do that. You know, what is required for me to achieve this mission and purpose that I've just defined? You know, what is required of those that I lead? What's required of me as I lead them? What is required of the organization? What is the next logical step in the plan? And that will get us there. And you're going to want to, and you're going to need to identify where you currently are. And then we're going to use that mission and purpose statement as our guiding star as we lay out our plans and our leadership plans. You know, how do you plan uh, on meeting them, those goals and objectives? You know, what, what are you going to want to monitor as you track your progress towards that mission and purpose? Um, one of the best ways to do this is to use a checklist or another tool to help you kind of stay the course as you navigate change. You know, and and. By being prepared and aware, uh, you're going to keep yourself and your organization from drifting. Um, And the key is to really refer to your plan, to refer to your mission and purpose every day and before every major decision, because it's going to keep you on uh, task and keep you focused and prevent you. From drifting. Now, there are a lot of useful tools out there in the marketplace you can use to help you stay focused on your goals and objectives. You know, try a few out and, and pick one that works best for you, one that is easy and fun for you to use and that you can use easily a, on a daily basis. After a few months, uh, when you begin to track your progress, uh, you're going to look back and be amazed at how far you've come towards achieving your mission and purpose and I and I suspect that your people are gonna be a, a lot more satisfied they're gonna be happier they're gonna be more engaged and as a result I believe that your patients are gonna have greater uh, satisfaction as well and you're all and that all happens because it starts with you as a leader and you taking steps to prevent yourself from drifting so I think the important teaching point of today's podcast is don't drift in your leadership. Don't just think things will happen. You know, it's just like you have to be conscientious and uh, uh, purposeful when you treat a patient. You need to approach your business in the same manner. Well, I'm very happy you decided to invest in yourself today. It's the best investment you'll ever make. Thanks for listening. And if you're enjoying these podcasts, please share them with your friends and colleagues. Uh, and be sure to check out my books at Barnes & Noble and Amazon, as well as my online courses. And if you ever need help, I'm here to uh, help you develop the practice that you desire. Simply reach out to me. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll see you next time.